All right, you guys, welcome back to a, another flashback episode to episode 133, where I go over the basics, the one-on-one on nutrition that I give to all my clients. So here we go. And it always starts with, it depends. Like every question I get, whether it's nutrition or training, it's really dependent on the individual. So my whole process, um, when I get a new client, when it comes to coaching for nutrition, I actually have, I believe it's 27 pages of an intake form where it's gonna paint me a picture of what's going on in their life based around their eating habits. And it touches on everything from like the mental side, the social side, your environment, like everything. So then I know what I'm working with. But to make things a little bit more simpler, based on what I see on the intake form I give them, and you know our first couple chats together, I get a sense of what is kind of going on in their life. And before I used to just like give them homework and like this is what I want you to do. But recently, probably in this last year, I would always ask the question, what is like the one thing you think you can actually do to improve your health and eating that doesn't seem like such a far stretch that, you know, if you did it today, it was going to be a hit or miss all the time. And then they start thinking, and it can be as simple as like, you know what, I don't drink enough water, so I think I'm going to aim for one more glass a day. And I'm like, that sounds great. Let's make that our first priority. And I tend to lead people in the direction that they already want to go to. And I'm just kind of like there to push them along. And... I think that's kind of the best way to approach it. So anyone listening that's not a coach, well, you know what? Screw it. As a coach, you should listen to this Um, because you never know. You might pick this up and decide to start doing this with your clients. But for all those people who are struggling with weight loss, you know, focus on one thing that you want to put 100% effort in, and it can be literally anything. It can be as simple as, you know, adding one more glass of water per day or I wanna hit 127 grams of protein per day as per my macros recommendation that I got from X, Y, and Z. Two different goals and focuses. One's really easy, one's pretty difficult depending on where the client is. So think about that as being your first priority. And I always coach habits. So I'm a huge, huge fan of Precision Nutrition and Georgie Fear, how they start off with like foundational habits that everyone should have. Because in our day and age with general population, they're constantly looking for the most difficult, most insane, most secretive form of nutrition to be successful. And the tough thing with that is you're gonna end up failing if you don't have a base, right? I always use this analogy of like, you know, playing hockey. If I told you that starting tomorrow, we're going to put you on the ice with ice skates that you've never tried on, and you're going to play against, you know, high-level amateurs that are going to make the pros, you're going to fail miserably. And that's the same thing with nutrition, where you find this 
I don't even know, some diet that you found online or in a magazine that has all these restrictive rules and you go in there hoping for the best, like it's not going to happen, it's going to suck. But for some reason, people think that doing it that way is okay. But then my analogy with the hockey thing, if I told you to do that, to go play on like an ice hockey game with amateurs trying to be professional, you'd look at me like, fuck off, like I'm not doing that. It's the same thing. So let's build up foundational skills first, so then when we put you on the ice and put you in a situation where you want to do a difficult diet and succeed at it, you have all those fundamentals that you can just plug and play. So the few things that I always want to get people going with is creating habits just like your everyday you know, activity. So when you wake up in the morning, you brush your teeth automatically. You don't think about it. It just happens. So that's how I want nutrition to be for all my clients that they don't think about it. It just happens. So typically, I always focus on protein first. The reason being is that when I get people to actually track their calories and macros, they tend to eat primarily all carbohydrates and fats and their protein ratio is like 20% at the most. And especially for women, it's so difficult for them to get protein. Like when I even ask them, like, oh, what did you have for breakfast? They're like, oh, you know, I had some steel cut oats and blueberries. And then for lunch, I had some hummus and some veggies. I'm like, where's the protein? Like, there is some protein in those foods, but it's not enough to sustain you for high-quality movement when you go to work out or rebuild or anything. So protein is kind of like the number one thing I follow to kind of start. And there's so much research on protein. Like, the two that I always refer to is... You know, protein has the highest thermic effect compared to proteins. I mean, not proteins, compared to fats and carbs. And what that means is that the moment that you start consuming, say, like a piece of chicken or steak, the amount of energy it takes for you to digest digest it is so much greater than you eating a piece of bread or some peanut butter. So you actually end up burning more calories just by eating protein. And when it comes to fat loss, you want to be in a calorie deficit as much as possible to see that, you know, weight come off. So wouldn't it just make more sense to kind of shift your dietary habits to more protein than just eating a lot of vegetables and hoping for the best? So that's where I kind of start. And, you know, all of us are so freaking busy. And, you know, especially with mothers who have basically a taxi service of a life to drop one kid off to one sport, pick up another, and go to the grocery store and do everything under the sun. And this also works for, you know, any kind of CEO out there or or someone who owns their own company that works 16-hour days and doesn't have, like, the mental capacity to start thinking about food. I always kind of default to, like, let's just start with a protein shake. And all of this sounds really, really simple, and it's on purpose. Like, I want people to succeed rather than telling you I want you to make sure you have 30 grams of protein in every single meal, telling you instead, let's get 
you know, a tub of protein powder, and I want you to focus on one scoop a day. That's it. At least you have that. These little simple things will be the building blocks to more advanced stuff. And if you've been following my work for a while, I like layering things from the most simple and then getting to the most advanced. So following that kind of protocol, I will, it's, you have a higher chance of succeeding. I think the worst thing for people is always failing at something like weight loss, and it fucking sucks. I've been through it, and you know, when you fail, you don't really have that motivation to try again. You might go on a hiatus for six months, and you're like, okay, well, I guess I should diet and do this shit again, and that repetitive pattern and cycle is taxing on your mental health, so the most simple little approaches so you feel like you have momentum is probably the best bet in order for you to succeed. So protein shake, like it doesn't have to be super complex, like water and protein powder. I have a handful of clients doing that right now. And all I want them to focus on is getting that one thing compared to having 30 things of a list of foods that you cannot eat is going to just fuck with their brain. So that's one thing. When I get people used to always having a high protein um, diet, I want to focus on vegetables. You know, we don't eat enough vegetables at all in our daily living, and we tend to, you know, go to like greens powders and any way to kind of cheat it. So the joke I always use with nutrition clients is, you know, show me a person who's overweight that eats only protein and uh, vegetables. There are none, right? So that's kind of the next step. I get people looking at their plate, and I want half of it to be as many veggies as possible. Um, things like, you know, cut up vegetables and hummus, or you know, homemade tzatziki sauce. It's awesome. Now the other thing I'm going to backtrack to protein. A lot of people have trouble getting that in, so I like stacking protein. So an example is, you know, you can get Greek yogurt. You can get hemp hearts in there and also scoop of protein powder. So I was telling this to another client the other day that the brand that I use is from Costco and per three-fourths of a cup, 100 calories, 17 grams of protein, you throw in a scoop of protein powder. My, like, to the typical, like, protein powder averages about 30 grams. You're at already 37. If you get three tablespoons of uh, hemp hearts in there, uh, that's 10 grams with the brand that I use, and that's already 47 grams of protein in one freaking meal. Like, you're golden, right? So start looking for foods that you can combine, so then your protein intake goes a little bit higher. And, like, another easy one is, like, a can of tuna, the one I have, 30 grams of protein, and then you can throw in two eggs. Typical egg has about 7 grams of protein. And if you combine all that together, you got an easy um, 44, yeah, 44 grams of protein. Like all simple stuff, it just takes a, like a little time to kind of figure this out. And then when you find the rhythm, it's just going to happen naturally. And you know, going back to vegetables, like there's so many different ways to cook them to make them taste good. Like just Google it. I always when clients are having a tough time, I will spend the time to go on Google, find like 30 recipes that are healthy for people who have 
a tough time getting vegetables in, find it, download it, put it into your phone, go buy the ingredients, go do it. Um, and then the other thing too is I, that a lot of people don't think about for nutrition is sleep. So I kind of go back and forth between nutritional guidelines and also lifestyle guidelines. And most of us, I would say 90% of us don't get enough sleep. And if your sleep is fucked up, then your hormones are gonna be fucked and then your eating cycles are gonna be fucked. The research is there. If you have you know, one night of bad sleep, second night of bad sleep, your whole circadian rhythm falls off and then your body will get more hungry, you're gonna end up overeating, you're gonna destroy your calorie deficit that you've been doing with your protein and vegetables and you're back to square one. So sometimes it's not as easy as like, I need you to eat these foods for you to lose weight. Let's look at your sleep. Sleep is huge, sleep is king. If you're not getting seven to nine hours a night, you need to rethink what is, like what your priorities are in life. And you know, it's easier said than done, but again, let's make it really simple. Let's get 15 minutes extra of sleep. And that's just, all that means is like, let's get you into bed 15 minutes earlier than you did before. And again, like I love doing math, and I did this with one client, and he had a lot of trouble uh, getting sleep in, so I'm like, okay, say it's five days a week where you work at your office, if you got 15 minutes on every single day there, over a month you would have this much extra sleep, over a year you would get this much extra sleep. And because he's a numbers guy, he's like, oh shit, like that's a big difference with only 15 minutes. And I'm like, yeah, it doesn't have to be like, you need to get two hours starting tomorrow. Let's break them down in small little habits. And usually that 15 minutes comes from stop watching Netflix, stop scrolling through your phone and looking at dumb shit, and let's focus on your health. Um, those are kind of the fundamentals when it comes to coaching nutrition for me. And I don't want to make this episode super long, so I'm going to cut it right here. And maybe I'll do like a part two where I'll, I uh, show you how I coach to get a little bit more specific. And maybe I can even use a case study with one of my clients and kind of show the progression, sorry, and give you an inside look of how nutrition actually looks like and not this like idea that you know, you're going to do a diet for eight weeks and it's going to change your entire life. So hopefully this sheds some light on what real nutrition looks like. And if you have any questions, feel free to reach out. And for those who are struggling with weight loss, like take a second to listen to this. Don't give up. I've been through what you've been through. I've been through that struggle where you've tried multiple times and you're like, what the fuck? Why is this happening to me? I just want to lose this weight. Just keep grinding it out. And I promise you, you will be successful in the end. Just trust the process, be patient and be consistent. I promise you, you will get there. That's it for me. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out. Um, share this podcast with your friends and family. Um, be sure to sign up to my Cut the Shit, Get Fit newsletter where I send out amazing content every Monday at 12 p.m. specific standard time. And that is it. Here we go. Enjoy your day.